Hey everybody, I'm Meredith Doty and this is Sweating Shirtless. Every episode, I dive deep into unpacking the fitness world through a body confident and inclusive lens while picking the brains of inspiring, brilliant, accomplished, honest, new and old friends talking about their experience with Sweating Shirtless. Today, I sit down with Amanda Brayback and chat about her journey from the corporate world to full-time fitness world, starting her podcast, Build with Brayback, and creating a six-week program that's rooted in community, and also just her, her passion for making fitness fun. I think you're going to love this episode. I can't wait to get started. All right, Amanda, thank you so much for joining Sweating Shirtless. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. How are you doing this week? I'm good. I feel like it's just one of those weeks where I'm like kind of all over the map, but it's been a while since I've had those because, you know, the world that we're living in. So it feels yeah. good. Like I'm back. No. Here. Sometimes being just like busy. Sometimes. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like afraid of being as busy as I used to be. <laughs> no. Do you think that you'll be ever be as ever be as busy as you were in 2019 no because now I know how to make boundaries and I'll never do it again (laughs) like I think that there needs to be like obviously there are going to be days there are going to be weeks that are like you got to just grind and get it done but like the way I was living before was not sustainable or healthy at all as so many fitness instructors I think can relate to totally so what what was life like in 2019 for you? What was not, Oh, what are you, what are you leaving in the past? <laughs> well, so I was, I was teaching spin at cycle bar and assembly row. And then I was teaching um, a few different class formats at everybody fights at two different of their locations. And then also doing like the marketing for cycle bar and kind of like this here and that there. And it was very much, which I think is really just part of, breaking into a new industry, especially something like fitness, like teaching 5 a.m. classes and then scurrying around all day, getting your own personal stuff done to like do whatever, you know, growing your brand or, you know, doing the marketing for that studio, whatever, and then going to a different studio at night and teaching and you're just working such long days and also like coming off of like corporate life feeling any guilt if you're not working during that nine to five period so you're not resting all of that stuff so I mean I think just putting up some healthy boundaries and knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no yeah definitely just just something that everyone needs to learn anyways so yeah yeah How, how do you decide what's a boundary and what's like a negotiable It's a great question. I mean, I think like I was saying before, like there are definitely going to be days and weeks that are just you're grinding and there's a lot to do, but I think kind of just being more intuitive with your gut, which I know is kind of tough because it's not like a hard and fast like rule, but like if there's something that's like gonna, you know, push you towards one of your goals or like feels really good in your gut maybe you need to carve out the time for it and if there's stuff that's just like not really serving you anymore and you're just kind of doing it just like maybe because you feel like you should or you feel maybe external pressures maybe it's time to say no yeah yeah like trusting your gut learning to listen to it and then trusting what it says yeah and I think like as you get older and you know like in the fitness space or whatever you kind of get a little bit stronger in your convictions and like know what you stand behind. So you're not just going to like say yes to every partnership or every like teaching opportunity and like that kind of stuff. So. Gosh, yes. I, yeah. I don't, I relate with that so much. I think in the beginning I was like anything, like I was like, yes to this, yes to this, yes to this, yes to this, like grinding seven days a week. Um, and then like one of my non-negotiables now is Sundays are my day off. Like I, unless like there's no one available, like I will step in, but um, I try to keep that as like a no-go. Yeah. That's definitely a big part of my like 2019 life. Like I was teaching 
Saturday mornings. And then for a long time, I was teaching Sunday mornings at EBF. So it's like, you literally don't have any days off. Even if it's just, you're going in to teach an hour long class, you still have to make sure you get proper rest the night before you're waking up early, you're programming, you have to spend the time commuting, like all the things. And now I have finally carved it out. So I have Saturdays and Sundays and like, I am happy to cover classes and help out my team. But yeah, like you, like, especially Sundays, sacred day. Like, so you just need like a full day of just like, whatever you want. Like, if you wanted to have a glass of wine on Saturday, like it won't affect your day on Sunday. Like, right. Like, there's so much more than just showing up for that 45 minute workout that goes into it totally. as an instructor and, and as a participant. Yeah. Um, And even just like, I think this time away and this time away from everybody and everything has given me such a greater like appreciation as I think it has for so many people of like, what's really important in life. And I feel like I missed out on so many family things and so many things with my friends, which I mean, not everything was like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I think some of it was necessary because if you're grinding towards a goal, like you have to say yes to a lot of stuff and be really busy, but at the same time, knowing when to say no, because like, you don't want to miss that precious time with your family when like, it's not guaranteed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Life's been put into some perspective, you know? Yes. Completely. (laughs) So (laughs) let's take a step back and talk about, um, your journey into the fitness world. Were you yeah. always into fitness or was it like a learned thing? Talk to me. Well, okay. So it's really funny. We're going to go like way back to like my childhood. Okay. I hated gym class. I hated sports. I was a very shy, timid little girl. Um, I had a really mean gym teacher, which like if I could go back and talk to her it's like why why are you not trying to like grow these young girls and like uplift them like instead of helping me like gain confidence in like just playing with other kids she would just like bench me and be like like shame me in front of the class and then give me like bad grades in gym like my mom would be like you have straight A's (laughs) gym should be the one (laughs) what was happening what did she say? Like, I just wasn't good. And so I would like get upset because I like wasn't performing well. Like if we were playing like basketball that day and she would just kind of like give me shit. And instead of being like, Hey, instead try this. She'd like, give me shit, put me on the bench and tell me that I was like, not trying hard enough or like in, like when we were just talking about running a mile, the mile day in gym class. Can we just think back to that toxic, horrible day? Like, there... It's ingrained in my memory. Yes, like, I will never forget it. And, like, I would try to run, and I just didn't really have the stamina. I wasn't used to running. I'm, like, like, I don't know. And so I would end up walking part of it, and she would just, like, call you out and, like, shame you for it, and it's, like, I am trying, but also, like, you're making me not want to try because you're just being mean to me, so I digress, but so there is all of that, and I had, like, really negative connotations with sports because I just, like, wasn't good, but my parents made me try, like, every single one. God bless them, Um, and then my dad would be, like, he's all about standards he's the navy guy for the longest time so he like wouldn't let me quit because I made a commitment I'm like no dad you don't understand these kids hate me because I'm really bad like they don't want me to play their sports it's like no they don't you you need to commit (laughs) don't want to commit dad but as I got older I mean I ended up doing cheerleading for a very long time which definitely like brought up my confidence in like my athletic ability and putting myself out there in front of people and stuff and I got into running like once cheerleading was over and um, kind of just started gaining a lot of confidence like outside of 
the like athletic world just because like oh like I could never run two miles straight and now I'm running three. Oh my god I just ran five and it just kind of carries over into like your school life at the time or your personal life like you just kind of I don't know you know you're also in that athletic world um and so then when I moved to Boston um right after college I had never really done group fitness before it wasn't really like there wasn't like a super popular program at UNH when I was there and I remember going to like a couple classes but nothing that was very like mind-blowing that kept me coming back for more and I always kind of like scoffed at group fitness which is so funny because now it's my job yeah. um but definitely had that like mind of like you go to the gym and you like do your like you're lifting and like very intentional in my fitness and like a shrink your body kind of way which was so negative mm -hmm. and like stick to yourself and like you know very like kind of judgy in the gym like so you have your blinders on so you're not like drawing attention to yourself and that kind of thing yeah. and then um a few of my friends or my coworkers um brought me to a couple kick it by eliza classes which if you've ever taken one you know like first of all the energy is like through the roof but it's all about working together and uplifting each other and community and no judgment and I had never really been around that kind of like collective energy before I think and like something just sparked within me and I was addicted and so then after that I think that was kind of the point also in Boston where like boutique fitness started to become more of a thing too so I kind of used that as like a way to make new friends in the city like my coworkers, yeah. we'd like try different classes and then um i had just started a new job um that was fully remote so i had a lot of free time and i saw eliza post something about instructor like trainings and certifications and i was like i don't know what i'm doing and i probably will be horrible at this but i am just gonna go for it because i want everyone to feel the feeling that I have when I take these classes and like I don't want to ever feel like judged in the way that I used to or feel like self-conscious or like you're in it alone um so yeah that was kind of like what got me to dip my toe in the water that's <laughs> long-winded sorry <laughs> I liked it no I love kick it out by Eliza it's such a great mentality and like her classes are so fun all their classes are so fun yeah one on I've never been to one in real life I've only done it via zoom in pandemic life but yes. I was well, like in the corner like I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> yes well once the weather is warm and like it's a thing again we will have to go to like a big outdoor like seaport yes. sweat kick it by a lot yeah, I'm like kicking myself for not doing that when I had the opportunity but hindsight is 2020 so what um what is your was your corporate career and have you I, I I don't know if I missed that but do you no longer do it in your full-time capacity I don't do it in like any full-time capacity um so I was kind of like you in a way um I went to school thinking I was gonna like live this creative life and be like a writer and do all those things and then was quickly faced with reality um well i mean all throughout college when every single person was like what are you gonna do with that you're not gonna make any money why are you even majoring in that which i'm sure you can understand yeah. um so i did end up changing my major to communication and business then i did minor in writing and I ended up getting a job at Boston Magazine out of school um, and working in their marketing department, which was so much fun because there was a lot of creativity with it. Um, it was mostly event planning, but also um, some like general like branding marketing stuff. Um, so I worked there for a little bit for a few years, loved it, but just needed to move on. So then I worked at Cape Air, um, which is like a regional airline people mostly know them for like flying to Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard um did their marketing for a while and then Ooh. once I was like certified and kicked it by Eliza I like started getting certified and like at Psycho Bar and then 
at EBF. And then it kind of was just like, I just want to do this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which has its pros and cons. Like I definitely should say, I think it is kind of a glorified career for sure. Especially when you're just seeing like Instagram sides of things, but there are pros and cons to both sides for sure. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, a job is a job, no matter what the job is. Um, but hundred percent, I mean, if you're passionate, I mean, about passionate about it, like you are, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And you're a CPT now and CES, which is exercise. Um, it's like like corrective exercise. Corrective. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm uh, studying for my CPT right now. It's no joke. I know, especially like for us, I don't have, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm assuming I don't have any like anatomy background. So I could like understand, like I would know the answer to the question, but I wouldn't know like the scientific verbiage that they would be using. So like, I wouldn't be able to figure it out. So that was a risk. Yeah, like I took I I took a practice test and I'm like I've been working out for years. Like I this week failed. I was like, okay, we studying now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know anatomy like only because I went to art school and drew naked people for like four years. Right. (laughs) So I can I know like the skeletal structure and muscles and everything, but. I don't know like all of the scientific stuff behind it. So it, it is, right. it is a real deal. So congratulations on that. It's that's an accomplishment. Thanks and good sure. luck to you. You'll get it. Here's hoping I get there. <laughs> um, so the pandemic hit, you're, you're Miss Fitness Queen running through all these <laughs> studios, wearing yourself down. How quickly did you pivot to online and what made you kind of, choose to go that route yeah um so it's kind of funny just like the way things work out so right before COVID hit I actually had quit cycle bar um because EBF had offered me a full-time position more of like kind of like a leadership role on the training team with like benefits and everything which like if you work full-time fitness that is a huge struggle like to get health insurance and paid time off, like that kind of stuff. So I was like, as much as I love teaching spin, like I gotta just do this. Mm -hmm. And literally like two weeks after I signed the contract, COVID hit, the gyms closed and everyone was laid off. And I was like, cool, (laughs) awesome. Which like not a sob story in hindsight, that particular role, I don't think long-term I would have been like super happy in just that so i am glad with how things are now but taking it back um so that happened um we all got laid off at first it was like i remember getting the email and it's like okay we're gonna close for a long weekend it was like right when covid started to like oh this is real this is not just like okay we gotta wash our hands a little more like h1n1 business it was the real deal. Um, they're like, we're going to close for a long weekend, which was funny because all of us were like up in arms. Like, what do you mean? We're not going to get paid for a whole weekend. Like, okay. Idiots. Um, uh-huh. and yeah. And then that Sunday it was like, okay, we're going to close for two weeks. And then like, it just kept getting Lunch. realer of, yeah. you know, everyone got laid off which was a favor to us because then you can collect unemployment. Yeah. Thank goodness, because obviously it lasted much longer than what we had expected. Well, some Um, gyms didn't do that. Like some gyms didn't have their act together to, to, you know, give the layoffs. So it like shoot people over even more. Right. So Um, I'm very thankful that they were also ahead of it too, because so many people got laid off. I know a lot of people that were having a really hard time filing and getting their claim through so I definitely feel lucky at that but that definitely was like felt at the moment like bathroom floor kind of moment like I remember scheduling a call with our director of operations um, as they were calling everyone to kind of inform everyone what was going on formally like lay everyone off and give them directions on like what to do 
And I just remember getting off that call, bawling my eyes out and calling my mom being like, I'm a failure mom. Like I made this leap and now I'm laid off and I have to collect unemployment like a loser. Like it just felt like icky. And because like you get that narrative of like freeloaders, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I work so hard. And I mean, again, hindsight, it's like everyone was there. So many people, you know, like you were really lucky if you weren't. And so I had my couple days to feel bad for myself. But it's funny because like before all of this, I was really like, shy and nervous almost about like really sharing on social in like a real way. Like I would, you know, kind of post like, here's my professional photo from a cycle bar shoot or whatever with like, come right in my class, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, no real like meaning behind it. And so that week or like that weekend when everyone thought it was just going to be like, okay, a long weekend. Okay. Two weeks. I had started sharing like, here's some homework out moves that you can do just because like everyone's in the same boat and it was a fun way for me to pass the time and I look back on those videos and it's like kind of cringeworthy how like horribly done they are not like my stuff is very like well produced now still just thrown together but it's funny and I mean they were really well received just because not you know, not everyone was like really posting all that stuff yet. Studios hadn't really started putting together formal virtual offerings. So that was really kind of a fun way to just like grow the community and start feeling comfortable, like putting myself out there in a different way. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, EBF did some virtual classes. So I hopped on that, which was awesome. And I mean, I think the reason why so many of us love working in this profession is really that connection with other people. Um, And like knowing that you're, I don't know, maybe not always making a difference in someone's day, but like you're a part of someone's day that maybe they look forward to when you have the opportunity to give them 45 minutes of like an escape or some joy. And I was really missing that. So started doing some awkward Instagram live classes and just kind of like rolling with the punches. (laughs) Oh my God. Instagram live is like many a punch. (laughs) Oh my God. It was like when every single person was doing Instagram live and times were tough. (laughs) Uh Struggle was so real with those. I did a few and it's like, they're no joke. Yeah. It's just teaching virtually is very hard. It's funny because it almost feels more draining in some ways because like in person it's an exchange of energy it's you're pouring yourself into it but you're also getting the woos everyone's sweating together like it is a it's a vibe and like when it's just you yelling at a screen especially when it's not even zoom where you can like see faces like instagram live like if people want to stop working out for a second and throw a little like clappy emoji kind of thing like at least it's something but like it's a lot and then like you turn no off idea. the class and you're just like, <sighs> like oh that was a lot <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it is very emotionally draining yeah and like not not to mention like you there's no reason to not be doing all of the moves right it's like you kind of like have you to can't more yeah like people engaged like if you're not gonna do it there's gonna be someone else that offers a class that's like more high energy and like people will probably just gravitate towards that yeah so but with that being said it also has been a really cool way to reach new people or like my it's funny my best friend when i was like nine years old or something um our dads were both in the Navy. So she ended up moving away when we were pretty young and we didn't really keep in touch. We're like friends on Facebook and like Instagram, but we don't really talk. She started taking some classes and then she joined like my six week program. And now we talk every week. So it's like just cool connections that like still can be had that wouldn't have been had. So. Yeah. It's, it is, it is funny how uh, connections like that have been like remade 
Yeah. I, I, I've had a few like that this year too. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's talk about, um, on your, on your Instagram, your bio, it says, I help people hear their relationships with food exercise in their bodies. So I just wanted to dive a little deeper into that and, and, and talk more about how you do that. Yeah. So this kind of is like a new pivot or like concentration, if you will, of mine. Um, I think slowing down, like we were saying, has really like shifted my mindset a lot and also allowed me time to reflect back on my own relationship with food and my body and exercise. Um, and I think for, I mean, the better part of like my adult life, it was, I had like a pretty messed up relationship with food without even like really realizing it because it's like, I was doing the same stuff that like most of my friends were doing or what everyone else was talking about, like obsessively using my fitness pal and, you know, just like all of that, the good food, the bad food, like restricting all during the week and then like binging like crazy on the weekends, like all of that. And again, like kind of slowing down allowed me to realize like, oh, no, this is not going to be your whole life. Like your whole life is not going to be trying to keep yourself at a size that you were when you were like, what, 15, 16? Like, no, you're almost 30. You should look different. Like (laughs) allow your body the grace to like evolve and grow just like you are doing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like my own little thing. And now it's like, once you kind of see the light, you can't unsee it as I'm sure you can relate to with like, just even how some fitness instructors motivate or how they like promote their own services still in such like a body shame, even if they're not being like mean about it, there's like a, a just a language shift that I really pick up on now. Where I'm like, yeah. I want no part in that. I want no part yeah. in it at all. I want people to realize that like they can feel really good and feel really quote unquote healthy without feeling hungry, without feeling like bad or guilty about eating anything like that they can feel joyful in their movement and not constantly broken down and like beaten up because they're over exercising so much or they can have like really amazing rest days like more than one time a week (laughs) and move in different ways and just find trust in their bodies again that like it's going to serve them like it's a smart machine it knows what to do so I guess that's kind of like the why behind it um the how to is definitely evolving so i have a 6 week workout program um that really just started like that like it was like okay we're still at home we're still in this i'm just going to put this together it's you know I, I bring them on it's all on like an app so they don't have to be at anything live they can do it at their own leisure and then in the last couple rounds of it I've added more like mindfulness. And this last time I added a journal where every week it's like a different prompt, just reflecting back on realizing that kind of like what we had been talking about, um, realizing that like they should be reflecting on their relationship with themselves and their relationship with their bodies and um, kind of digging deep into how they talk to themselves or thinking back to like, okay, when I was a child or in high school or whatever, what movement made me feel really good? Like maybe you were on the dance team and it like lit you up from the inside out, but now like you hate working out. It's like maybe find a dance class or like a class where you move to the beat of the music. Like there are just so many options. Um, So yeah, so that's one way. And then obviously I started my podcast to also bring um you know different experts or different voices on that 
kind of share that same, not even messaging, but like goal, I guess. Just like letting people know yeah. you're not alone in your insecurities and we all have our shit, but we should talk about it more because then we can all help each other out. Get to a better place. Yes. It's like when we set, when we hold things in that our mentality in that is like covered in like a sh like shame, like we're sh ashamed of this, of, of our, how we feel about our body or what we ate or whatever. If we hold it in, it's just going to like compound. This totally. And out loud, it's, it kind of like disappears that like pops like a balloon yeah. and confetti comes out is what I like to say. Yeah. I learned that from um Brené Brown. I don't know if you've read any of her books. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. I haven't read her books, She's which awesome. like they're on my list. I've listened to some like the podcasts and stuff. Yep. Any She's... of it is is just so good. Right. And I Big think fan. it's just I mean with anything if you are able to like link arms with some people or even just even if it's just like on Instagram, you start following someone that maybe expresses some of the thoughts that you've had in your head and you're like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Like, yeah, oh, just like yeah. takes all the pressure off. Yeah. You're not, you're not that special. Yeah. We're all <laughs> going through it. Yeah. We're all going through it. So tell us more about the six week program. If someone's interested in joining in, what can they expect? Yeah. So again, it's six weeks. You have four workouts per week. Um, none of them are like super long. We have like two different options. So there's the um, more kind of like beginner option, or if you want to like scale back to really focus back on your form and stuff, that's one option. So those ones are like 20 to 30 minutes. And then the round two um, or more advanced option, like 30, maybe a couple 45 minutes. So none of them are too long. Um, you also have a nice little community board um, where you can message with the other members of the group because it's just set specific nice. rounds. You're in it together, so you're not alone. Um, you can kind of cheer each other on. Um, we have a couple of live optional workshops or workouts via Zoom. Um, we typically do one with a functional nutritionist so they can kind of talk through some of that stuff. Since I am not a nutritionist, I can, you know, kind of help people with general things, but that's not really my wheelhouse. I'm not going to pretend like it is. So she does that. Um, I normally bring on my good friend, Marina Gearhart, moving with Marina on Instagram um, to do like a body image, body confidence workshop. Um couple workouts with me if they want some live ones we do weekly check-ins either facetime phone or like a text or email if that's what you'd rather do um and then like i was saying this time we have uh the weekly journal prompts so we have a little bit more to dig into um during those weekly check-ins so it's really just meant um to kind of switch up your mindset with working out like i know a, quite a few of the clients have kind of said like you know, I used to always feel this pressure to like, I have to work out an hour, hour and a half every single day. And then once I slowed down and did these like four 20 to 30 minute workouts a day, started incorporating more mindfulness, some walks into my day. Like, first of all, my body did not revolt and all of a sudden like gained 50 pounds. Instead, like I felt better, like physically mentally all of that so i think it's a lot of that too like just regaining some trust if yeah. you don't really know anything about like exercising or lifting it's a good opportunity to figure out some of the basics all those all those good things that's great and i love that it starts all at once so you have that community aspect too which is huge yeah the buddy like, system is like one of the best systems to be, have a consistent routine. Yeah, 100%. And on the, just on the platform in the message board, it also, when people like complete their workouts, it pops up and is like, Mayor completed her 
day two, whatever workout. And then people can like react to it kind of like on a text or, and sometimes like it's motivation of like, oh shit. Okay. I got to get and get there and do yeah. mine today too. So it's good. It's That's been awesome. fun. So from going like on like the back end side, if someone's listening, thinking like they wanted to do like start to do something similar for their community, how did you choose what kind of platform to use and, and how to set it up? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was definitely like one of those don't wait until it's perfect kind of situations because like yeah. I definitely would say it's still not perfect. And but that's good because like, you know, we got stuff to work on. Um, mm -hmm. But I definitely kind of like crowdsourced a little bit, asked a few different people about like the platforms they were using, um, bopped around a little bit. And then honestly, like, don't overthink it. Just, just do it. Just and like, start. yeah. And just like, keep your, keep your like why in mind, you know, like it's really easy, especially when you're putting yourself out there in any way to kind of get caught up in like, the imposter syndrome stuff or you know it's not good enough like it needs to be this that or whatever and it's like it's not really why you started it you started it because you want these people to feel a certain way or whatever and it doesn't need to be you know the perfectly produced video or all of that so just do it just go out there and do it love that yeah that's with everything in life just just do it yeah Love it. Do you think that you'll go back to when the world goes back to norm, whatever the new normal is? Will you go back to in in person teaching? Yeah. So Are I you started. On it? Yeah, we're already there. Um, so it's a good mix right now of virtual and in person. EBF has been open, I think, like almost a month now, which feels crazy. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. In, in so Boston, the Seaport, I, th I knew the New Hampshire mm -hmm. one was open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seaport's open. So we're back. Feels really good. It feels different, but it feels yeah. positive. Like we had reopened in the fall um, for like a short blip of time. And it felt just like, all right, well, we're obviously going to get shut down again. Like, when is it going to happen? And it just kind of had this like kind of shadow hanging over your head. But now that we're kind of moving in the right direction and people are getting more comfortable coming in, it feels good. I and and um, are you guys having all the kind of classes? I know there's like tons of different classes that are offered there. Are they all up and running? Um, no, not quite yet. So we're not doing like the road classes yet, um, just because with the capacity for like the train classes, which are like interval style um like strength or cardio classes um we kind of have to use that space for the class to keep everyone spread out so definitely still like limited class types and like classes on the schedule just as we kind of work through the capacity and spacing restrictions yep. but we will get there <laughs> they're changing soon i believe that's what i saw yeah. recently yeah so. I know. I just hope we keep going there. I, I know, know right? Spring is coming. It'll be on the up and up. I know. It feels crazy that we've like almost gone through a whole COVID winter. It's I been a. It'll, it's almost a year. It was St. Patty's Day. Like I remember, like towards the end of the summer, all of us were like, "Oh my God, it's going to be the longest winter." Having to like be so stuck inside, but like we did it. We are almost there. It's going to start being warmer. Like oh. it was <laughs> the longest winter, but we've we're past it. It now. was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but we're almost right. in the home stretch. Yeah, almost there. I got some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. Do you know your anagram type? Oh my God, I don't. It's like been on my list of things to do to look it up. Because I am like so interested by that stuff. It's like so on point. What are you? I'm an eight. What does that mean? Like <laughs> leery, um, know what they want and go after it kind of thing. Okay, that seems is accurate. Like, is accurate. And it's yeah. just kind of like funny, like what 
what an Enneagram does on vacation and it's like whatever and like eight picks all the activities I'm like <laughs> okay. do, what's your do you know your um are you into like your sign astrology yeah I'm a Taurus oh yeah the bull. I'm cool. stubborn like a bull stubborn like a bull I'm a Scorpio <laughs> what's your what was your favorite cartoon growing up Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, so many good ones are coming to mind. I loved As Told by Ginger. Like, I feel like that one is so Throwback. overlooked. Over right? Yes. Oh like, everyone always talks about, like, Rugrats, which, like, obviously that was a fave. Loved Hey Arnold, Rocket Power. I loved Reggie was the girl, right? Like, your cool purple hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked. Um, she was like, now that we're talking about Ashley by Ginger, the Wild Thornberries was good too. I Wild mean, Thornberries was amazing. Yes. Are you a morning or night person? Uh, probably morning. Yeah, I used to be such a morning person, and like, we got so spoiled with like not having to wake up crazy, crazy early that like now it's a little hard. But I'm definitely more productive in the morning like I'm useless in the afternoon in the evening um what's one of your top bucket list items hmm I would say just like general traveling like I would like to see everything I want to go to all the continents and mm -hmm. like I feel like I haven't done enough of it and that's definitely been like a COVID realization of like all of the trips that I said no to because like I need to save I don't have time like no I need to do all of it yeah totally mm -hmm. I'm like want to see the world yeah strangest thing you've ever eaten oh oh mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like okay I will, I don't even know like exactly what it was. So I was working, um, I don't even want to like call out the restaurant because it wasn't their fault. It was like very clearly on the menu. <laughs> but so I got this like rice bowl, like sushi bowl kind of thing. I was like working, okay. uh, when I was working at Boston Magazine, I was like running these like pool party series, which was like such a fun part of work. And they were like, you want some lunch? You've been working here all day. So I was like, yeah, sure. This like sushi bowl sounds great. And they were like, are you sure? Do you like this? And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? And then it was like the sea urchin-y kind of thing. And I think oh. it's called, I don't, I don't want to call it the wrong thing, but it's like, like the testicles of a sea urchin or something like that. Oh, and like the ones, little. Not the tentacles, like testicles. Or something like that. Like it was so vile. I was so upset. But like I had to pretend like it was fine because the waiter very clearly was like, Are you sure you like this? And I was like, Yeah, it's fine. I love sushi. <laughs> it was not fine and never again. I remember I wish Ooh. that I remembered the name because then I could warn everyone, but I don't remember. Yikes. <laughs> um. I don't know what it was, but I don't want it. No, I don't it, want ever want it again. Oh, that's such a good one. I feel like there are so many that I know. come to mind. Um, I mean, so many different like genres for the answer, but like I love like ones that I could watch over and over again are like She's the Man with Amanda mm -hmm. Bynes. Like my heart goes out to her. Um a recent favorite that has become one that I can just like rewatch when I need something like comforting that I know I'm going to love is to all the boys I loved before. Yeah. I like yeah. that one too. Part one and part three are so good. If you haven't watched the third one yet, hot take. We've watched half of it. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, I just felt like it was such a good representation of how dramatic and like, just like big everything feels back then, you know, when the world yeah. feels so big and now we're just like old and know the realities of adulthood. <laughs> yeah. I know it's very like um 
and romantic and cute those movies yeah, I like it's just like easy watching and like you know it's yeah. gonna be good I feel like I should like think of a more profound one but no I like I love know. trolls yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it um what's something you nerd out over um I guess recently I feel like I've been nerding out over like animal and like planet-y kind of like documentary sort of things mm -hmm. like planet earth all that kind of stuff yeah. but it also stresses me out because I'm like we need to save everything <laughs> oh I know I like one of my favorite activities when I like have nothing to do and I'm, it's very much downtime is taking an animal and watching planet earth that's the only like the jungle like the rainforest I mean I feel like that's not something that like every fitness instructor would like want to admit to but like it's become almost a nightly ritual like little edible chocolate nice little planet earth good oh my god we're care read about it <laughs> <laughs> totally um any irrational fears oh um okay I'm like really afraid of the dark which feels rational but like my boyfriend makes fun of me constantly about it it feels rational it i feel all of our irrational fears feel rational to us for our <laughs> own whatever reason like every night it's like become a nightly thing of like i'm getting ready for bed and then like the bathroom is kind of like around the corner from the bedroom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he'll be in bed like snug as a bug all the lights off and the apartment is so dark our bedroom's in the basement and he like won't turn on my little bedside light so I can go safely to the bed. He's like, you are four feet away. Like just walk through the darkness. And I'm like, no, turn on the light. It's not that hard. So I'm afraid of the dark. I, I you know, I feel that I, I got like a little kind of night light for the bathroom for those reasons. It's, it's yeah. a um, diffuser, but it lights up. Oh, so I just fine. keep the light on at night so I don't, Need to. Yeah. you don't so step any toes i like i like watching scary movies but then it like bites me in the ass later so i yeah i can't do scary movies yeah i mean i can't I have, but i do so it's just a problem yeah i just <laughs> i just don't even go there similar You're to smarter than me that make me cry i'm just like nope it's not, <laughs> not participating in that describe the perfect kiss in three words mm um i would say slow um mm, that's such a good one um like vulnerable because there's nothing better than like you know what i mean like a sloppy like stranger kiss doesn't feel good like a nice like slow vulnerable like trusting kind of kiss let's go with that i like that, I like that. <laughs> what was your uh what compliment do people give you the most mm, i think i don't know i'm always like laughing and like smiling i guess i guess that's something that people always like comment on like i'll like do like take videos of like when I'm doing like mitt work with people and it's like probably a time where you should be like tough and I'm like laughing and smiling the whole time and I'm like that's just not me so it's fine <laughs> yeah that's funny you say that side note yesterday at the I was in that photo shoot I was telling you about and they wanted us to we were doing a workout and it was like a body workout and they were mm -hmm. like we just love the community like camaraderie look but we really need you to look serious like we really look need you to yeah. look determined i'm like <laughs> it's hard i'm gonna look like a like a bitch if you're like i like i have a rest right. of rest of bitch face face i'm like <laughs> yes i know i have such a hard time with that in like instructor shoots yeah. i've never done like a legit shoot like that but excuse me in like instructor shoots and they're like be serious I'm like I just look like I'm like smelling something funny or like yeah. I'm bored or mad like I don't have I don't know I need to work yeah, on my, like, I don't know it's hard to like fake 
yeah it's 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 hard it was hard it was hard yeah. um I don't know and I've watched so much shot. America's Next Top Model like I used to binge that shit all the time I should know you know I know we Pick should up. know we should know mm-hmm. um Instagram or TikTok I think I know the answer I mean Instagram but it is sad um the amount of time that I have wasted scrolling through TikTok in the last year <laughs> I'll admit it <laughs> It brings me joy. It makes me laugh. It does. It's just fun. Least favorite chore? Um, mm, cleaning out like the drain of, or like the little like catcher of the sink drain, like the mushy food. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, cringy. Mm-mm. And what's your biggest motivation? Um. I mean, it feels kind of cheesy, but like other people, like I feel like just, I don't know, seeing something brought out in other people, it just like the early mornings and like the tiredness, like it makes it worth it. And someone just like has that revelation where they're like, I don't have to count calories anymore. (laughs) Like, oh my God, I love exercising or I love exercising, but also I can take a rest day. Like, oh, the best. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for joining us. This has been so fun. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram, build with Brayback. Just to see, no CK. Um, I mean, that kind of is where everything is. It's the podcast is also build with Brayback. The website is just buildwithbrayback.com. So if you search that, it probably will get you at one of the places <laughs> and i'll link it below so you'll find it there too not hard the to best. find well thank you amanda this has been so a pleasure it's been so nice to chat with you and um we'll to do this so again. Fun. yes definitely I have to come take a class yes we'll do a swap yes love it all right love thank it. you have a great rest of your day thank you, you. bye bye